You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Legend Vest podcast. Today, I am your host, Courtney Gavin, a.k.a. Coco, and I have here with me... JG, also known as Jameson Gavin. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in today. So today, our topic is... How much money do I need to retire? Talk about the money. So I'm really excited about this one because I already have my number and I had my number about five years ago and we made up this number together and we like went all out. And it was actually kind of fun because we started thinking about what we're gonna spend our money on, how much is our house payment gonna be, how many cars are we gonna have, where are we gonna live? So we thought about everything that we wanted and then we multiplied like that annual number by like 70, I think or something along those lines. Was it 70? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, because we believe we'll um, live until 100 or whatever. So, And then we got our number. So I'm really excited. So we definitely want to hear what your number is. But at the same time, some people may be actually asking, well, how much do I need to retire? So how does someone (laughs) Mm -hmm. start off by figuring out what they need to retire. So the, the first thing is, I'm, I'm a numbers guy, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, um, the first thing that you want to do is you want to just look at all of your expenses right now. So you need to firm, you need to f- first figure out, like, where are you at today, right? A lot of people, they just mm-hmm. try to just look at tomorrow or if they hit the lotto, they hit the Powerball <sighs> oh. and then, you know, and they're just, you know, they're just balling until they fall, right? But you need to understand where you are today, where, you're really, where your expenses are today and start focusing on understanding how budgets work and you know what your budget really is so after that i'm going to tell you so like our number is around 42 is actually 42 million dollars to be exact so 42 million dollars right if i can make 42 million dollars like one time then i will be able to and what how i know how to invest and everything else i will be set for the rest Rest of my my life And, and our kids would be set and their kids would be set and then one more generation would be set. So just the, everything that we know about wealth, that's, that's the magic number, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now $42 million, you got to understand, is that's before taxes, right? So when you're dealing with large sums of money, a lot of p- things that people don't understand is, I don't know, if, if, have you heard the Shaq story? Have you ever heard the story? No, so, what's that? So mm-hmm. Shaq has like the single largest transaction. Um, he's, has, he holds the sing, single largest transaction in, in Walmart history. Oh, okay? I heard about so, that. Yes. And so what? Yeah, something crazy. And mm-hmm. so like what Shaq did when he first signed like his million dollar deal is he like went out, he like bought his mom like a car and then he like went to Walmart and like bought like all type yes. of stuff, right? Like $70,000 of, of crap. And then, you know, like TVs, all type of stuff. And mm-hmm. then he gets home and then his dad is like, hey, well, where's my car at? Right. And he's like, all right, well, <laughs> let's go out and let's buy you a car. And then he, of course, he had to get himself a car. And so, you know, you're talking about, right. So let's just say these cars are $100,000, right. So, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a calculator guy, so I'm going to use a calculator here. So let's just say you got a million dollars. Okay. I don't know if, if the camera can pick that up, right. Let's say you sign, you sign, you got a million dollars. Okay. The first thing that you got to understand is. 
he's an athlete. Okay, so what does that mean? You got to always understand the tax codes and tax penalties. So as an athlete, there's a thing called the jock tax. A lot of people don't know about mm-hmm. that, but it's a code name jock tax. Now, what that means is number one, you're already up, you're like in the highest bracket mm-hmm. of you know of income, so you're already going to be taxed at like forty percent. Bam. Mm-hmm. So let's just take out. Let's just do divided by forty. Okay, so time excuse me 0.40 so that's four hundred thousand dollars out of there right there so how so you got so i already know the number but just for simple terms one million minus four hundred thousand is six hundred thousand right i'm just doing this for the people it's simple simple numbers okay six hundred thousand okay just for the folks right so now you got six hundred thousand dollars left then he go buy his mom a hundred thousand dollar car Okay, five hundred thousand. Then he bought his dad a hundred thousand dollar car, four hundred thousand. Then he bought himself probably a hundred fifty thousand dollar car because of course he probably want to splurge a little bit more for himself. Okay, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Then he went to Walmart, spent seventy thousand dollars on electronics. Okay, now he got a hundred and eighty thousand dollars <laughs> left for in a, for a whole year. Okay, now we'll divide that by twelve. That's only 15 grand mm. a month, okay? We haven't talked about where he's going to live, okay? I don't know where Shaq first signed like his his, uh, his his first contract at, but let's just say, right, his his rent is like, I don't know, five grand a month, okay? So we're just going to subtract five grand. He got 10 grand left. How, how much do you think Shaq eat? That's a big boy. He ain't a boy anymore, but that's a big man, right? Shaq is definitely eating some nice food. So I'm going to probably say... Minus at least like twenty five hundred, okay. He got seventy five hundred dollars left for for a professional athlete. That's nothing. That is absolutely. Mm. He got to pay his cell phone bill. Boom. He got car insurance. He probably paying everybody car insurance. Probably eight hundred bucks. Let's just say a thousand. At the end of the day, he walks out of there with maybe six grand left. So, folks, you have to understand how much money you actually need in order to to retire how much money you actually need when you know when you decide to quit your job for us like i said the number is 42 million dollars we understand all the tax penalties the tax code and all that stuff now here's the deal what you need to do is look at every single item that is on your balance sheet right now so let's just say right now you have you know like all those expenses that i said you have your rent or your mortgage, you have your cars, you have all your cell phone bills, the insurances, everything. You need to put that number down on a sheet of paper. You then need to raise those numbers to at the height that you think the economy could go, right? So right now, for example, in South Florida, what would you say the average one bedroom rents are in South Florida? Probably about 1800 Okay. So if we talk about, I'm not going to pull the calculator. Actually, it's still long. So we'll just say $1,800, Okay. What do you think in at the height the economy will ever be in the next 70 years? What do you think like that one bedroom apartment would go for? 4000. Boom. So, if your rent right now is 1800, you need to basically do a budget like your rent is 4000, okay? A month. So you multiply that times 12. Boom. That's 48,000. That's $50,000, folks, a year in rent. Potentially, okay. You multiply that. We're gonna do fifty thousand times. Let's just say seventy years. There, we're almost thirty. Okay, that's three point five million dollars. That's just that's just in rent. 
So, you know, people think like, man, when I become a millionaire, I'm going to be all set. I'm going to be good to go. Like, I'm just going to retire. I'm going to just travel the world. It's going to be great. Listen, folks, you won't even be able to pay your rent for the rest of your life with a million bucks. A million dollars ain't nothing. That should be the name of the of the name of the of the of the episode. A million dollars ain't ish, and put like the poop emoji on there. If you can, you do that on YouTube. I don't know. YouTube, let us know. We're yes, gonna try to I do that. I think you can, you but know? we'll try. A million dollars ain't ish. You are already gonna need three point five million dollars just to pay your rent for seventy more years. So if you make a million dollars, how quickly is a million dollars gonna go? For Shaq, it, it went away probably in like six months. He probably was broke in like six months. I think he said he had to take the cars back. So. When you're doing all those expenses, you need to multiply that out times 70. You need to take according to and understand the tax code. 40% is what I would take away out of all of that, right? And then you need to figure out where you're going to invest a percentage of that money and where not only where you're going to invest it, but how much you're going to get back on those investments. So when you understand all that, then you can decide what that magic number is. Like I said, folks, for us, it's 42 million. Where we are today with the assets we already have in place, with the uh, the businesses we already have in place, we would still need about $42 million in order to just literally be able to not do anything for the rest of our lives. That's a lot of flipping money. I want you to understand that your 401k, ladies and gentlemen, is probably not going to be enough. Right. If you're if you're millennials like us, it's not going to be enough for you. If you're just doing mutual funds, you're dibbing dabbing in the stock market. It's not going to be enough. Right. Making thirty thousand dollars a flipping year. Is not enough. Like, I'm not trying to say that, you know, like that. I'm not trying to scare you, but actually I am. I am trying to scare you. It's not enough. You have to have to understand what is it going to take? right? To get my family to financial independence that can weather the storm, that when the market crashes, it will crash. We just don't, nobody knows when, but it will crash at some point. Then what happens? Can you weather the storm? Can you take care of your, of your, of your mom? Can you take care of your grandma if she gets sick, right? Can you take care of your wife, your daughter, your son? Can you take care of yourself? Most people, the economy crashes, they screwed. So what do you think, Courtney? Go ahead. Hit us up. Hit us up. Well, um, so the the topic is, well, how much do I need to retire? So it's definitely a personal question. Like Jameson said, you want to start with what your expenses are now. But what you I want you to think about is what if you had to pick what number you can live off of comfortably. And I would say probably for most average Americans, you want to you should your goal should be to live off of like maybe one hundred thousand dollars a year, which is about eight grand a month. You know, so it sounds like a lot, but it's not a lot when you I think when it you. Be higher. It probably should be higher, but I'm thinking at least minimum a hundred thousand minimum. So what do you think? Like one fifty? So Wait, what's one fifty divided by twelve? So I actually think like for the average person, ten grand a month. I mean, what? What do you? No, think? you you you'd be shocked what I actually think. So I actually think the goal for everybody that's listening like to our podcast needs to be how to make an income of at least three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. I think that that's the magic number is actually 350,000 like as so and what I mean by this is 350 as your goal for how much income like your household needs to bring in, right? If one person can do that, I think that's great. 
I think it's great. If two people can do it, I think that's great. If three people got to do it, I think it's great. But if everybody is under one um, one roof, like sharing expenses, you know, home, cars, food, right? You know, insurances, phone bills. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. nine. I think it's actually three hundred and fifty thousand per household is what I think the magic number is. Because if you if so, take forty percent of three fifty. Okay. So forty percent. I'm doing a calculator here. Is one hundred forty thousand. Okay. So let's just say, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're left with two ten, two hundred ten thousand, which is basically seventeen thousand a month, which is about right. And so exactly. that's after taxes. Exactly. Because here's the thing, and I know it sounds crazy. Like what? There's people who are only making a tenth of that, making thirty five thousand, yep. but the cost of living is going up. So to summarize this for you, because I'm sure there's some of you guys going, well, I, you know, I just kind of want. I'm very scientific, so I like formulas where I can put in exactly how am I going to get to that number. So you need to factor in taxes. You need to factor in inflation because the cost of living is going to go up and the cost of gas mm-hmm. and all the things are going to go up. Plus, as you age, you're going to have health and you're going to want to go on vacation. So you may have to um, factor those things in. If you have kids, you need to factor in, are they going to college? How are they going to pay for college that they want to go or whatever it is that they want to do? Maybe even if it's not just college, maybe it's a business venture. They're going to, you know what I mean? especially from pretty much from the time that they're born for the rest of their life, they're probably going to be coming to you asking for your support. So whether it's a business, whether it's soccer, whether it's college, there's a lot of things to think about. So that's why we say just paint a picture, you know, start with your housing, start with your utilities, start with your cars, where you want to live, how many houses. Think about um, also your personal care, like your hair, your makeup, your barber, your um, everything, travel, gifts. We even put even in there giving so that we can give like we want to give, you know, put all of that in there. You know, even if it's it's just a dream number, even if it's not where you're nowhere close to that number, but you want to know what that number is so you have a visual as to what you can work towards. But eventually, what you're going to want to do is get to that number, but figure out how you're going to get there. A quick way to get there is through investing, right? And not just working nine to five. Working nine to five won't allow you to become a mega millionaire. It just won't. And I hate to say it, but it just won't. So whether you are in business or whether you're investing in real estate or investing in other things, and by the way, a disclaimer, you know, we're not certified accountants or certified financial planners or anything like that. We're just speaking from experience. But what I can tell you is working nine to five, making $30,000 a year with no promotion and no bonus every year, you're not going to be able to get there. You're not going to make and, it. And, and quite frankly, the problem we have today is a lot of people who are in their 50s, 60s, even 70s who qualify for retirement and getting their check or whatever from the government, um, they're still working because either they don't have a savings or they have like 10 grand in their 401k. They couldn't live off that 10 grand. That will literally take up the whole month. You can easily live off of $10,000 a month easily, especially if you have people to take care of, you got gas, cars, houses, insurance, prescriptions. I mean, geez, Louise, you know, it, the, the amount of expenses we accrue is, is incredible. So just think about what your ideal life looks like. Don't worry about how you're going to get there, but you need to know your number so that now every day you have kind of like that North Star that's guiding you, telling you, okay, this is my number. What am I doing today to get to, to that number? Right. We so, know our number and that number will retire you, meaning I could live the rest of my life without working another job, without working another business. And this will actually take care of us 
and our kids. Like that's the legacy. That's the legacy number. And our kids, kids, and their kids. What's the legacy number so that you can live off of comfortably? Everybody, that this is what we want you to do. So you know, you don't do it for me because I already oh, got we yeah. we got what we going. You know, don't 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 do it for me. Don't do it for Coco. Don't even do it for our son. You know, don't do it for us over here. Do it for you and your family. Figure out what that number is for you for your family everybody it's like a sleep number right you go to sleep number you know like they you know yeah. they like what's your sleep number you know screw the sleep number you first before you go buy a sleep number you need to know what your financial number Amen is if you that. don't know what your financial number is you don't need no sleep number them sleep number beds expensive anyway trust me I, we, we went to sleep number bed right so you know like the thing is you need to know your financial number you need to know by you by heart what's the number Right. Because if as you're growing your businesses, you have to understand what it takes. What is that number? Right. And so it's so funny, man. Like, you know, when we first became millionaires. Right. People are like, oh, my gosh, you guys are millionaires. You're 25 years old. You guys got millions of dollars. Right. And so then I'm like, I mean, to be honest, man, like, I mean, ain't not, ain't not much really changed. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, to be quite honest, I mean, sure, you know, we got cash in the bank. But I mean, at the same time, it's kind of like, I mean, I remember I went to a meeting, to an association meeting. And this is with owners of multifamily. Uh, Marcus and Millichap were there. Um, multiple owners of, of a large portfolios here in South Florida where there was a small event, maybe like 15 owners. Um, and then so I was there and I was speaking at Marcus Millichap spoke. And then, uh, you know, I was talking to them and I said, yeah, you, you know, we heard that, you, you know, you sold your company or whatever to this massive company, blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, man. You know, and I said, well, what are you going to do now? You're, you're going to take some time off. I said, no, nah, I can't afford to take no time off. They're like, well, I thought I thought the deal was really good. I heard the deal was like a really phenomenal deal, like one of the best, you know, in the industry. I said it was. But you got to understand, man, I'm 25 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I'm going to do with a couple million dollars? What? We need what? to grow that. We what want to do with a couple keep- million Keep going, man. We got goals. Literally. And I, and it's, what's ahead. funny is, mm-hmm. sorry. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. The, you know, once you reach that, it's like, man, okay, I need more. I want more. Not like because out of greed, because you realize, you know, a million is great. But once you get it, it's like, you need to start making more. You need to find a way to multiply that because mm-hmm. you can go through a million real quick after taxes, inflation, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, you're like, man, I need to make more of these millions. So people think, oh, if I can only get to a million, trust me, a million's not even enough for you to retire so listen, because guys, you can literally love off a million for like three or four years. One to 10 million is not enough. Okay. So when we first, when we did our first deal, it was, it was in the one to $10 million range. Okay. And so, you know, like it's not enough. I'm just going to be straight up with you. You know, you get $8 million. It's not enough money. If you're 25 years old, right? If I'm 85 and I got $8 million, I would be, man, I would be so flipping happy. I would be like, listen, honey, it took 85 years, but we, we finally made it. Even at 75, I probably, 65, I could probably do it at 8 million. 65 is probably like the minimum, right? Or like the longest or whatever. But, you know, you got to understand, folks, like, like you got to really be like in the double digit millions to really start making some some moves. Like if unless you're hitting 10, 11 million dollars, you, you, you starting to make some moves, right? One to 10 million Stop thinking and stop saying, hey, man, if I can just become a millionaire, like stop it, folks. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Start saying I when I come, uh, you know, I don't want you to call a DECA millionaire. Like when I start making 10 million and more, that's the goal. Make that your goal. Learn from me 
a guy who's done it that you need to be doing 10 million and up to truly be there. And when it comes to an annual salary, like, you know, how much money is, what's your number? It needs to be $350,000 and up. Stop making the goal $100,000. Stop it, folks. It's not enough money. And one of the things that you didn't, that you didn't mention, so on that 350, 40% of 350 is what? 40%, it was like 170. I think so. Okay. So here's the other thing that she didn't mention. Okay. How much money are you investing? How much money are you investing? 40% is going to go to taxes. So let's say it's 170. Bam. So then you got how much you're going to invest. Okay. We recommend at minimum like 20% that you always stash it aside 20% cash money. And then that money is going to go to multifamily. That money is going to go to grow into new businesses. That money is going to go to buy a business, a failing business. That money is going to go to actually invest into something. Right. So 20% of that. So now take 20% of that. 20% of what? Of 140. So this would be like twenty-eight thousand. Oh, so what? Wait, what was one seventy? Okay, let me just start over because three fifty. Yep. Okay, times forty percent. That's the amount of taxes. Boom. Okay. Shoot. So two ten is what you have left after taxes. Okay. Now what was your yeah. question? So now twenty percent of that. So that's twenty percent of what's remaining of this. Yep. Okay. Up forty-two. So minus two ten. Minus two ten. Okay, you're at one sixty-eight. Okay. Yeah, one sixty-eight. Okay. So so. So now you got your your taxes, you got your investment money, mm-hmm. um, and then now so so now divide that by twelve. Divide by twelve, okay. Now you're at fourteen grand a month. Now you're at fourteen grand. So yes, investing is key, and I did say earlier that in order to grow and to really retire and expedite, that is to invest, right? Whether it's real estate, businesses, things like that, because that's going to be a way for you to catapult your success. And that's what I made my disclaimer about. You know, yeah, I'm not a financial advisor, but what's yes. funny about this number too, folks, is I'm conservative. Okay, you listen to other financial advisors; they're going to tell you you need to do a forty forty split. Right? You listen to GC, Grant Cardone, he's gonna tell you to do a 40 40 split. Okay? So he's, his whole thing is if you're gonna pay 40% to the I and the R and the S, okay, you need to at least be giving yourself 40%. So let's run let's run it to Grant's numbers. Hit, hit up, yeah. Let, let's, so, so we got 350, okay? Yep, times 40%. Okay, so it's 140. Okay, now do another 40%. Of that? Yes. Okay, 56. 56. Now what you got left? Um, hold on. It's gonna be low. Trust me, because really, effectively, you're you're, you're doing like twenty percent. So basically, you can take out eighty percent of three fifty. What did I say it was fifty six? Yes. One fifty four. So go ahead and take out eighty percent of three hundred fifty thousand. You, I got you. Okay, I'm getting lost in these numbers. I'm not gonna see. Lie. I'm a numbers guy. I should be one with the calculator. But I she just, got the calculator. I like. I'm a visual person, so okay, that's eighty percent of three fifty is one hundred twenty three thousand. Okay, so Divide basically, what is so? What are you saying? Divide that by twelve. Okay, that's ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars a month. So if you're listening to Grant Cardone and some other financial advisors, that's how much money that they're gonna say that you should keep for yourself. Twenty percent of what you're mm. making. Forty percent would go to the I, the R, and the S, the government. Uncle Sam. He, his his philosophy is if you're paying them forty percent, you'd be paying yourself forty percent, right? But the way that I see it is minimum. I think that that's a great goal to hit that forty forty split. But I think minimum, what you need to be doing is obviously taxes, because if you don't pay your taxes, they they coming after you. Yeah. They, you know they might they they may not get you know Al Qaeda and and the, and the, and the ISIS, but they're gonna get you for the taxes. If I get, I, I bet you, if they owe some taxes, they would have been got all them guys. So here's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Forty percent for the IRS, 
then I'm, I'm going to say 20% to invest, right? Grant's going to say 40%. I think that 40% is right, is, is really where you should be, but minimum is 20%. And you should be living off 20% of your expenses. How many people out there are living Ooh. off 20% of their expenses? Ain't nobody doing it. That's, that's, it's tough. That's tough. That's tough it's for almost tough. everybody. It's only tough if like, or excuse me, Who's like if you're a billionaire, then living off 20% is probably not that bad. But 20% is pretty significant. I mean, wow. There's people who are living over 100% of their income, right. meaning living, living above their means. So to live at 20% is extremely challenging for most people. I mean, that's, that's asking for a lot. Yes. So I think what we're trying to say here is to know your number, figure out what you want your ideal lifestyle to be when you are retired. Think about everything that you want. Think about your vacation, your house, because you really wanna be realistic and understand how you wanna live when you retire. You know, you can dream big, that's fine, but you need to know what that number is. But what we can tell you is a million's not gonna be enough. That'll barely last you two or three years, no joke. Because when you do go to pull it out, you got to think about taxes. You got to think about inflation. If you got kids and grandkids, you're going to want to pay for their stuff. Next thing you know, you got to go back to work. Right. So and that's if you're not you doing need, nothing else. That's why our, in matter of fact, our number will probably go up as we go along. But 42 million is the absolute minimum that we need. And trust and, me, and a million goes And quick. that's on top of like we already have made a significant, you know, like claw at that so that's our number if you haven't even reached like what we've already reached your number needs to be higher folks i'm telling you focus on it now we're not going to keep this episode going for too long but understand what your magic number is you got to know what that number is folks and also understand what the income that you need to be bringing in right now like write it down what does it need to be stop just saying until i make a hundred thousand until i make a hundred thousand hundred thousand not enough i'm telling you it's not enough so I hope you enjoyed the episode. You know, please like and subscribe. You know, if you got numbers and stuff, definitely bring them over to me. Courtney is definitely not, you know, that's not her strong point. Wait, know. what? Yes. You, you, I over excel in mathematics. You did, but, you, but I, I gave you some stuff on the, on the calculator. So here, like, no. Okay. I like to, to write my stuff down. Okay. Okay. I, I like, I wish I had a whiteboard do it the grand style so I could show you because well, we'll I don't want them to get lost in the sauce room. and it's a lot of numbers and then That's you well. can easily uh-huh. get confused. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I'm a good numbers person. I'm great as a matter of fact. You're phenomenal. Yeah. Math was my major at one point, but then I switched to molecular and microbiology. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks. Make sure you like as well.